0: The following resource is presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to Generational Ethics. Hi, my name is Dr. Finney, and I will be your host today. In the past couple broadcasts, we have been talking about the problem that we are having with Generation Z being attached to their technology. We will be spending more time today examining that. But before we get started, I need to throw out a definition out there for you for the word culture. It is a word that we're going to be using quite frequently. Culture consists of beliefs, behaviors, objects, really any kind of characteristic that is common to the group within a particular generation. Here's how this whole thing plays out. As a new generation typically reacts to Decisions that are made by the generation before them. And this turns into a foundation to actually build a new culture for them. Now keep in mind that society comes out of culture. Culture is what comes out of a particular generation and its collective form of beliefs. So we need to talk about culture with Generation Z. We need to analyze this culture very carefully before we're going to understand the behavior that actually goes collective within that generation before it can become a society. And we're very close to having that with Gen Z already. Keep in mind that Gen Z is from age 0 to about 18 or 19 years of age. So this is critical for us to understand as we are beginning to explore this new label that seems to be put upon Generation Z, and that is the Screen Agers. So Gen Z has already been labeled this label of Screen Agers, And statistics are already telling us that 57% of the Zers spend a minimum of 4 to 8 hours a day on their devices. And 26% actually confirm that they spend 8 hours or more. Now that shouldn't be too shocking when we take a look at their millennial parents who typically average out at about three hours a day, with 96% of them sleeping with their devices by their bedside, and 33% of those actually put their devices or their smartphones under their pillows. The researchers state that most ears admit to experiencing Anxiety attacks when they are separated from their devices. There's all kinds of information being thrown at us as researchers, and one of them is that even to ask a zier to put his phone down to come to dinner, which is rarely done, by the way, around a table, it's typically done with their devices. But if their parents ask them to turn their device off or put it away during a common family meal, oftentimes there is a violent reaction, or they pitch a fit. So the reality is here. There's not a single Zer alive today that knows what life was like before the screen age. They are literally digital natives. The key consequence with all this is that these ears are experiencing as a generation that they're having problems processing and interacting not only with information, but even more dangerously with human interaction. Here's a few little bullet points that I want you to keep in mind as we begin to unpack the challenges that we're having with Generation Z. Because of all this interactive activity that is done through their devices, they experience intellectual growth, which ends up outweighing their emotional growth. Most are volatile and vulnerable psychologically, as in the case I just shared with you. Most are defined as socially backward and slow in actual human interactions. In 2017, teen suicide depression went off the charts. Another one of the problems that we are having is the exposure to adult explicit material, which is called pornography. This, too, is showing us that the statistics are going off the chart. We have six-year-olds that are being exposed to pornography and they don't even understand what it is that they're looking at, which is the case of even most junior high age level Zers. The usage of online games has increased 400% over that of their parents. And finally, resistance to instructional directives for the Zers is the top issue of educators today. Here's a quote from the Journal of Individual Psychology. Generation Z's lower cognitive regions, which stimulate impulse, are constantly being activated by the bombardment of neurological arousal provided by text messaging, Facebook updates, and video games. At the same time, the so-called Google culture of learning or finding answers to any questions within seconds continues to change the way Generation Z concentrate, write, and reflect. Their capacity for linear thinking has been replaced by a new mode of thinking in which they need to take in and dish out information in a fast, disjointed, and overlapping manner. This quote is very telling. And if you have ever wondered why this new text language is so disjointed and almost impossible to interpret, what I just quoted you from the journal is the reason why. Gen Z is compelled to create personal branding that is riddled with obsessive manicuring regarding their online presence. And this compelling act is actually driven by a fleshly self-life insecurity called people-pleasing. In this syndrome, the Zers are constantly aware and adjusting how their peers are viewing them. The problem with this paradox is this not only puts forth a false image, but their self-created person that they have placed on the internet doesn't even exist. What this does is exasperates a hidden life of self-depreciation, interpersonal struggles, and a lifestyle of social awkwardness. So really, what does all this mean? I believe that within the next 15 years, we will see an entire generation with memory deprivation, difficulties in processing, a lack of ability in proper grammar. There will be huge attention span issues, And the length of time for which a zeer is able to concentrate mentally on a particular activity is going to be all a result of this fast pace, this forensic pace that seems to come with their addiction to technology. I believe that this generation is going to be known for being high risk takers They will have problems in being able to calculate their decisions, but on the other hand, they will justify all of their impulsive decisions based on their research. So if you're like me, you might be asking yourself, what are these green-agers doing on their devices all day? Well, the answer is the same thing that their parents are doing times ten. Now gaming comes in as number one. So no matter what we're going to talk about here with the technology and the screenagers today, you need to understand that gaming is just considered number one all the way around. With gaming coming in as the top reason, other activities like video streaming, googling, visiting, certain websites, most of them inappropriate, social media, image and link transferring and posting. That's what's going on for four to eight hours a day with an average zeter. When questioning their parents about these vulnerabilities, and interesting enough, 84% of them say that they are comfortable with the amount of time they themselves spend on their devices, and 64% preferring to use social media as their primary reason for being on their smartphones. Thanks to our friends at Barna Group, we now know that Zers spend, outside of gaming, 91% of their time talking or chatting with their friends, re-manicuring their image with their peers, 79% focus on sharing photos and videos, 63% read news stories, 54 connect with or meet new people, and then 54% follow or connect with celebrities, and 45% find information about social events. So really, how does all this affect generational ethics? First, we need to carefully look at the idea of culture and then how it moves into a society. And once it becomes a society, we have peer pressure pushing in on that generation, in this case being Gen Z. And they're pressured to follow the group or their peers over conviction or training or traditional ideas that may be handed down to them by their parents or grandparents. Yes, we do have a critical crisis on our hands and it does need to be addressed. (laughs)